Lord now, or helps with seek and uh, I'm telling you, we need to pray for our city. We need to pray for these that are serving. So, uh, come on, Brother Jess. Thank you, Gerald. Are, are you happy to be here tonight? I, I tell you what, I've I've uh, I've enjoyed the ministry of uh, the the praise team. Enjoyed the prayers earlier. Uh, it, it's almost like we're reading out of the same book. Not a bad deal, right? It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Uh, be, before I get started with with bringing God's word, I I need to. You know me. What you might not know is my mother is sitting right here. Uh, she, give her a hand. I have four younger sisters. Uh, she had this one and this. Uh, that's enough boys. <laughs> and, uh, but uh, come from, from way south Texas. Simply an old cotton farmer. Uh, worked with John Deere. Uh, you might see me driving around town in John Deere stuff. But God, oh my, a few years ago, 1992, I believe it was. Joanne and I were called into the ministry. I made a deal with God. Lord, anywhere at all. Not Oklahoma. Been here since 97. Do not make deals with God. Just, just giving you that warning. Um, we, we already hit a little bit on what my sermon's about today. This evening, and, and once again, thank you for all coming out. But in, in this day and age, there's too much division. Amen. Way too much division. We should have seen it coming. You see, it's not a new trick. The enemy has been doing it his whole existence. And I, I, want to, I want us to all be reminded, he is a created being. Created. We give him way too much power than he deserves. He falls under the authority of God himself. God always has been. God always will be. God did not have a beginning. And Scripture says that God spoke everything into existence. Do you believe that tonight? He spoke everything into existence. Nothing is here that God did not create. The enemy we battle is created. You know what that tells me? If we're on God's side, we have the upper hand. Do you recognize that truth? We have the upper hand. We tend to forget that way too many times. Why? Because we are in a battlefield. We do not, it was mentioned earlier, it's like you were seeing my notes. We, we do not fight against flesh and blood. Oh yeah, there are some people that, that, the enemy has that he's using, do not forget, pray for them. We prayed for Israel, pray for the ones on the other side. 
They're souls that Jesus died for also. You see, because the enemy is, is classic divide and conquer. He is. He does it all the time. I want us to turn to the book of Philippians. Philippians chapter 4 is where we'll be in a little bit, but, but I need to kind of set things up, if you will. I, I'm not one of these that just tells fairy tales. I, I, I like to stick to Scripture. Okay? And, and in sticking to Scripture, I, I'm currently doing something I've never done before. By the way, I retired, but God didn't get that memo. And uh, Cleveland Nazarene Church, we're actually preaching through the book of Acts. Why? Because it was, it was the first church, early church, learning how to put God's principles into actions. And if you know anything about that, there's a gentleman in there who was named Saul. Saul was fervent. He was a fireball. He, he was the one that any pastor would want to have as as a part of their community. He took, he took care of things. But the problem was he was doing things all wrong. You see, Saul was full of religion. You know what I'm talking about? Religion's not good. Religion is, religion is man-made. Religion is man's idea of how to get to God when God is very clear on how to reach Him. Am I right? Don't get quiet on me. God is very clear. It's through Jesus Christ, His only begotten Son, in case you missed that part, who was rejected. Why? Because too many were wrapped up in religion. And Paul was one of them. Paul was part of the division until an event in his life. Now, and I, I pray that, that you don't have to get to that point, but God will spare no expense to, to get our attention. He got my attention as, uh, as a young man. Uh, maybe some of you have seen Joanne and I's doc documentary, uh, Jesus Revolution. If you've seen that, it, it, it talks about how a saintly lady and, and a hippie come together. I'll, I'll let you figure out which one's which. But, but God got my attention early on, and He taught me some things. And that's what I want us to look at tonight. 
Philippians chapter 4, verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, Whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice, and the God of peace will be with you. That's a promise. That's a promise. But it's not one of those blank promises. You see, there's, there's a part that we're required to do. I just read it. And if we are to have peace in a messed up world, um, have you paid attention to what's outside these doors? Right when I think it can't get any worse, I'm proven wrong. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, we are seeing and hearing things that I, I, I would have never believed. Everything that's good is called evil. Amen? Amen? Anything that's godly, anything that's worthy, anything that is scriptural, that's evil. You're spreading hate. Don't you dare do that. I, I teach at a middle school right up the road here. Oh. <laughs> you know, I've, I've learned what Paul means when he says, never cease praying. Pray for the teachers. We live in a messed up world. My family is from South Texas. Just a few miles south of, of the house, we have partial walls. They're there for a reason. There's openings. Folks, whether you know it or not, we're being invaded. We are. Oh boy. I'm gonna, it's, it's the truth. It's the truth. It's the truth. People, people are being flown in. They're walking across the river. They are handed a cell phone. They are given a credit card. $2,200 a month is charged to that credit card. And we're paying for it. Right. 
And I was just on the phone yesterday with someone that, that had planned for surgery and that kind of has, that person's having to go back and, and the husband is on disability. And I think, Gerald, what did you say, 800 a month? 800 a month. And he's lived and worked here his whole life. This Thanksgiving, it's real easy to get bogged down in all of that. And by the way, the enemy wants us thinking about all that. The enemy, the enemy wants to drag us down. The enemy wants us to, to be fearful. Can I tell you what? You have nothing to fear. Nothing. God is in control. Always has been. Always will be. And, and He is never caught by surprise. He knew this was going to take place. He knew it was going to happen. Now here's, here's where it gets even gooder. No English teachers in here, are they? Okay. It gets gooder and gooder. The more I go, the gooder it gets. God has chosen you to be here at this time. Think about it. Throughout the ages, believers have dreamed about seeing what we're seeing. It's true. It's true. You say, well, is he coming back tomorrow? I don't know. That's not my business. What are we to be doing? Anybody have any idea? Making disciples. Yeah. We're, we're to be doing our task. Somehow we have gotten bogged down in the idea that it's our job to, to have more numbers than the church next door. You know what? If you're counting that, you're counting the wrong thing. You know where church happens? is outside the doors at the battlefield. The battlefield. Not in here. You're just getting spectators if you're counting the seats and the nickels. What is that? Noses and nickels is that old saying? You're, you're doing it all wrong. And in fact, we should rejoice when people out there come to the Lord Jesus Christ. There's nothing greater than that right there. That's what it's about. Might not get asked to do this again, but I'm going with it. You know one of the biggest things that, that happened in the church community, and I'm guilty of it? I'm sure you're not, okay? But confession's good. I'm guilty of this. I was praying for the rapture. Lord, get me out of here. I know you don't, but there was a time I was like, Lord, it's time to go. You should have blown that horn a long time ago. If I could just make it until that horn trumpet blows. 
what the Lord did to me? Took me to the woodshed. I'm not to worry about the day, the time, or the hour. That's left to the Father. Not even the Son is aware of that. And there's a reason. Why? We are to be the church. We are to have that glow. And by the way, I, I love the singing, the praising of the Lord. I mean, I, we had church a while ago. Do you know that? We had church. If, if, that doesn't, if that doesn't light your fire, you need to check your wood. Okay? It, it's, done, it's done watered up and, and needs to be looked at. But if we focus on what's going on out there, we will get dragged down. We need to be living a thankful life. A thankful life. Now, I, uh, I told Gerald the, the night he called and asked me if I'd be interested in doing this and I told him yes. Got woke up that night and got got given an outline. So here you go. This is this is what I see in Philippians and I see in not just the portion we read because that's the remedy. I see these things in Paul's life when he was Saul. These are things that Saul found out brought down his joy. Paul had to forget about his past failures. And boy, did he have a bunch. Paul had to, Paul had to get that blocked out of his mind. You see, when he was Saul, he, he thought he was doing some good stuff. But he later found out that he was all wrong. In fact, a lot of saints received their glory early when Saul intervened. Now, I know most all of you were born and saved and sanctified early, you know, like at birth. But some of us didn't have that luxury. And I have found that, that the enemy does not ever give up on that one. The enemy will always bring up your past defeats. I don't know how many times I went to the Lord and, and, and asked forgiveness and, and, and I just get that sense. He's like, what are you talking about? Because what does Scripture say? Fars from the east from the west. And by the way, that's not in a circle. That's in a straight line. Don't think he's going around the globe coming back and catching you from behind. No. He forgets it. Why can't we? The enemy doesn't want us to. Why? Because it keeps us defeated. It, it robs us of that joy that Jesus wants to give us. The next thing... 
<laughs> I'm glad we got preachers here. Paul had to ditch his theology. Paul had to get rid of it. He thought he knew what God wanted. He was fervent. In fact, he says, I was the Pharisee of all Pharisees. I wasn't just a bystander. I was the best of the best. I did everything that I thought needed to be done. And I took care of business, and I did it all for the glory of God until I found out my thinking was stinking. I, uh, I went to Bible college. I didn't attend seminary. I'm not going to put anybody on the spot. But uh, the longer I've been studying God and listening to people, I'm figuring out something. We cannot explain a God with no limits. Amen. We cannot think and fathom the way God does things. It's, it's beyond our capability. It's beyond anything we can come up with. Why do we keep trying to do it? Oh, well, if you're really saved, you would do this, this, X, Y, Z. You'd be dunked in, in my pool. Oh, wait, no, you'd be sprinkled. No, wait, you, you, you know, what, you cattle trough, does that work? No, that won't work in some other churches. No, why do we do that? Division. Division. To get our focus off the task that he's called us to do. You see, if, if we spend our time debating theology, and by the way, I, <laughs> Rick knows this. He's, he's been in some of those discussions. It's, it's good. I mean, preachers, how many of you like to talk about God and things about God? <laughs> but when it's all said and done, I have to admit, you know what? We, we don't have clarity on that, and we probably don't have it for a reason. Amen? We're to be one in the body. We all have separate tasks. We all have different talents. I'd love to play those instruments. There's not an instrument there I don't like. I love that guitar playing. <laughs> I, you know, I, I used to try to play a guitar. I didn't even come close to that. That bass, oh man, I love that. The drums, I, I oh, my keyboard, no, sorry. <laughs> but that's not what God made me to do. Paul was religious until he found Jesus. Amen? And after he found Jesus, he started on a process of learning all about following Christ.
Oh, this next one is, is a good one. If we're to maintain that joy in our life, and remember that's what we're talking about. If we are to maintain that joy that Christ wants to give us, that joy that passes all understanding, if, if we want to really live that out, we have to forget the present. The enemy will make sure that there are enough people coming against you, especially if you are in God's holy will. He will send roadblock after roadblock after, I mean, you will get blindsided left and right. The same way that we follow our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the deceiver, the deceiver has followers. Now here's the sad thing. Most of the time they don't even know they're following them. Most of the time. We're to be praying for them. Christ said, pray for your enemies. Amen? I mean, it's easy to pray for the people that treat you good. It's hard to pray for the ones that, that treat you like scum. It's hard to pray for the ones that backstab you. But they're going to be there. Don't lose sight of that. And Christ, Christ is very clear. We are to be filled with His love. His compassion. In fact, he says he will forgive us as we forgive them. That's pretty heavy. But it's Scripture. Forget about your past failures. You can study theology. Don't get bogged down in it. Forget about what you're going through now. I know that one's hard. But we are in a battle. Do you know who wins? God wins. That brings me to the last thing. Remember the Savior. Filter everything in your life through the lens of Christ. Did you get that? Filter everything in your life through the lens of Christ. And it's, it's legit to, 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 to pray and to ask God, why am I here? Why, why am I facing this? What, what am I to do to bring you glory in this situation? It's not about me. It's not about you. It's all about Him. He's the one that deserves all the praise, all the glory, all the honor. It's rightfully His and His alone.
back in the third chapter of this letter to Philippi, Paul addresses the fact that there are preachers that were preaching different things. And you know what he said about that? Praise God, Christ is preached. Christ is preached. Christ is preached. They might be doing it for the wrong reason. That's not my problem. Is it yours? No. Christ is preached. They might be preaching nothing but love, but you know what? Christ is love. They might be preaching nothing but judgment, but you know what? God is a righteous God. He will not. Are you ready for this? He will not let evil get away. He kicked a third of the heavenly beings out. Don't forget it. We're to preach that side of it too. But we're all to wrap it up in the person of Jesus Christ. How are you doing on that? Oh boy. I'd love to stand here and tell you that I am great at doing it each and every day. But a week from Monday, whenever I get off of bus 8 there at Ramona, and walk into room seven, and I welcome those little junior high kids, and they start coming down that hall, it takes all of about ten minutes for me to ask God, oh Lord, help me. we got some interesting offspring. <laughs> but, but I love them. Is the love of Christ in you? You see, there should be a glow in each one of our faces. Saw it earlier. I heard it earlier. The joy of the Lord. There's no mistake about that. It, it can't be counterfeited. that genuine love that comes from the Holy Spirit. How do we get it? Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, Think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice. And the peace of God will be with you. That part falls on us. This is not something that God just dishes out. I wish it was. But it takes something from our part. Forget about the past. You can't do anything about that anyway. Forget about trying to explain who God is because He's beyond explanation. 
Don't pay attention to what you're seeing because there's a whole world that we don't see. And remember, He's prepared a place for everyone that He's called. Praise His holy name. Let's focus on Him and Him alone. Amen. We have a song for us to close with. I, I sprung this on this group, but they're good. What I, what I would like to do this evening, if anybody is in need of prayer, by all means, come forward. I, we call this an altar. Yeah. You want to come and pray. If you want to make the altar right where you are, that's fine. What I want to end with is knowing that Christ is Lord. He is the King of kings, the Lord of and one day, every knee shall bow. Every tongue confess that he is Lord. But until then, we can live under his power and his joy in this lost and dying world. Amen. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, O oh my soul, worship His holy name. Sing like never before, O oh my soul, I will worship Your holy name. It's a new day dawn It's time to sing your song again Whatever may pass And whatever lies before me Let me be singing when the Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, O oh my soul, worship His holy name. Sing like never before, O oh my soul, I will worship Your holy name. slow to anger your name is great and your heart is kind for all your goodness I will keep on singing ten thousand reasons for my heart to find bless the Lord Oh, my soul, worship His holy name. 
Thank you for coming this evening. Now they've, there's enough cookies back here to feed all Sky Took. There's coffee and punch, and I'll keep Kevin Pasley up here so there'll be enough for everybody. And just uh, greet someone and uh, let's have continue having a good time, and then. Let's go out and be the church. Amen. Out there, amen. in Jesus' name, amen. amen. Thanks again for coming. Pastors, thank you for coming.